What's up, everybody? This is Dylan Times, host of the Pro Wrestling Times podcast. This is episode number 23. Shout out to Michael Jordan, LeBron James, everyone else who wears a number 23. <laughs> I only does two people in the entire world. Uh, that Jim Carrey movie about the number 23. Uh, I'm here with a uh, longtime guest, uh, Josh Cash. How you doing, Josh? Pretty good. <clears throat> Not wearing any thing that says 23 on me so sorry for the, <laughs> the tardiness no jordans i mean i'm wearing a sasha fakes t-shirt and she is the jordan of wrestling the closest thing we have to a goat yep living legend she is a goat so shout out daytona 500 was she like flag waver something starter yeah. yeah she was waving the flag and getting all these people to watch nascar again it would have got me to tune in. Saw her outfit on Instagram. I was like, damn. That Mikazi's lucky. <laughs> the costume guy. Alright, just want to say... <laughs> I just want to say happy V-Day to all you guys. Hope you're spending it with who you love. Um, treating each other well. But you should be, honestly be doing that every single day, if that makes sense. But this podcast is about a different V-Day. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Thank you, Josh, for um, having me over and doing this podcast. No, you should be out there breaking some girls' hearts. Oh, man. I told you a long time ago when you asked me if I had any plans for Valentine's Day, I said I'd much rather be watching wrestling. <laughs> so this was something I was going to happen anyway. <laughs> I know what I was going to do, but God didn't have it in my plan. My battery died in my car, so I'm not going to be spending any money on women tonight. Oh, man. The women out there are going to be heartbroken without you there, man. <laughs> My anatomy class is in Lockwood. <laughs> it's a good thing they're also online. <laughs> but it's not like the ballet you see at Lockwood. <laughs> All right, kicking it off uh, in a much more positive light about women. We had the first <laughs> ever women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. What a, what a pitch. Your girl, your girl Dakota Kai. And uh, Raquel Gonzalez got the W. First time winners. They defeated Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Um, yeah. Elaborate. History was made. And I'm so happy for Dakota Kai. She deserves this big win. Just, I'm uh, speechless because I'm just so happy for her. I uh, that's, my, that's my girl. That's my NXT bae. Super proud of her. I think she's a phenomenal wrestler. And I can't wait to see what's in store for her uh also you know without uh letting her um be like forgotten Raquel Gonzalez amazing as well she's uh what is it gotten so better since the last time we saw her or not the last time the first time we saw her when she debuted and shoved Tegan Knox into that table and missed and Tegan clipped her head on the table Man, that was like the first podcast I ever did with you. Was it? Yeah, last year. Takeover Portland. Yeah, I guess so. That's... I, I was thinking too, because Dakota Kai won this. In another life, if she wasn't heel and uh, paired up with uh, Raquel, do you think it would have been her and Tegan Knox as a team? Yeah, I mean, Team Kick didn't get the uh, start that they needed to. They were both injury prone. Especially Tegan, man. That girl has the worst luck. 
but she's a fighter. She so. reminds me of like Mr. Kennedy with how often it just sucks too. Because like does. I'm, I'm a fan, I'm pulling for her. I thought that little video of her with uh, what's her name, Brie Larson, mm-hmm. was pretty cool that she got that shine. Yeah, I hope she comes back. I would love to see her in the ring again. It just sucks what happened, but super excited for the Kodokai Raquel. I try not to um, talk about stuff and like uh, kind of keep my thoughts for the pod, but I did tell you this. Every time I watch Shotzi Blackheart, I'm like, please don't die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shotzi, anytime she wrestles, man, she always worries me. Um, the spots that she do are, they're, like, exciting, but they're also a, always a chance for her to just, like, looks like it looks so brutal. She did a, a maneuver back in Evolve Wrestling. And I think it was a suicide dive, or I don't know what it was, but when she fell, it looked so bad. It looked so gruesome. I was like, please don't die. <laughs> and this match was more of the same. These girls are all great wrestlers, but it felt sloppy. It felt a little rushed. I don't know if the girls were just nervous or what the case was, but some of the moves there didn't look as polished as it could have been. And it was, you know, you. You can obviously tell once uh, you can tell it escapes all reality. Yeah, one um, uh, maneuver that stands out to me is um, Shotzi and Ember did a, uh, what was it, like a doomsday crossbody, and Dakota Kai looked like she ate most of the thud. It was a smack of a thud. But she could celebrate with the trophy, though, so shout out to her. And then seeing Ember Moon back. Um, who else have we had come back? Uh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, there's some other women that I'm missing. But uh, Bailey and Sasha came back for a cup of coffee here and there. But is there any like women that you would love to see come back to NXT? I don't know if I want to see any women come back to NXT. Then they, uh, I think it's mostly the guys who get a bad rap when they leave the NXT. The girls are doing pretty well. I mean... Aside from, like, I guess, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross was great in NXT, and now she's kind of here and there. Um, I'd love to see Alexa Bliss come back. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's not. (laughs) Uh, I guess my uh, thing, because, like, I don't know if what any plans they have for her as far as, like, online reports of what I'm seeing on social media, but what's Bailey doing? Nothing. I don't know. She's wrestling Riot Squad and Billy Kay. I think Billy Kay and Bailey might be a tag team. Like, if anything, that's why I see the direction of Bailey going. But do you feel know. like it's kind of gravitating towards the opposite way? It kind of reminds me of like Miz and John Morrison, to where when they split up, like about what twelve years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone had their eyes on John Morrison, but it was the Miz who like eventually came into his own. He ditched the weird pants. Mm-hmm. He ditched the little fedora, and then he like won United States title, Money in the Bank, WWE Champion, while John Morrison kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of felt like they had that same um, guess of where what would happen with when the Iconics broke up. But now Billy mm-hmm. Kay is kind of doing a lot better than Peyton Royce now. Even though most of the uh, attention was going to Peyton. Vince said he loves Peyton. On her. <laughs> but yeah, Billy Kay is a freaking superstar and she's gonna be the breakout hit. 
Maybe. You're absolutely right on that. I think ba Billy Kay's gonna be a champion before Peyton Royce. Yeah, this other note I had, and it's just really, really dorky, but uh, Shotzi's hair and Dakota's hair made me think of uh, Cosmo and Wanda from Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but Dakota Kai, Raquel, Dusty Classic winners for the women's, the first ever uh, winners. They're going to go on to take on Shayna Baszler and Nia, my whole Jax. Do you got them winning? <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I would love if, but I don't know, like, what does that even mean? Like, if an NXT wrestler uh, wins the title, do they now get bumped up to Raw and SmackDown immediately? Yeah, because no one from NXT ever really wanted. They floated down to where like Sasha and Bailey when yeah, they had them. But I don't think they out. were. I don't think any NXT wrestler is gonna win the tag team titles, because Raquel still has so much to do. She still has to have her one on one shot with for the title. I mean, she's been on a roll lately, so why not? No, they won't win. But it'd be a good match. Yeah, I think every part except Nia. But. Congrats on getting over, though. <laughs> it sucks. Did you know they bleeped that out? Oh, yeah. The thing? They, they, they removed it. And it, like, she's gonna get, like, really over because of that. Off of who's, just some uh, comment. Who's that guy that made Cameron Grimes' music? Oh, Josiah? He did a remix to... I was gonna say Josiah's Johnson, but that's a guy who, like, blogs about NBA Twitter. But it's Josiah Williams. He, he did a remix to Naya... Uh, my whole comment. <laughs> I did not listen to that. <laughs> it's such a banger. Oh man. Yeah, I loved it's him. It's a club banger. I loved him when he uh, did the Undisputed Era theme. Oh man, this and he rapped Adam Cole to the ring. The my whole uh, remix is so good. <laughs> it's so good. I have to show you. There's <laughs> uh, Watch the Throne. Take care. Oh man, my whole <laughs> exactly. No, it's really good. I unironically hear it all the time. It's like. At first, it's funny, and now it's just a jam. Now, and now it's just slaps, so I have to hear it all the time. Um, our next uh, match after uh, that opener was North American Championship. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Takeover, Johnny Gargano, still the North American Championship. He beat uh, Kushida. My thoughts about this was... Um, a lot of working the arm, a lot of selling the arm, and it was really good. And then here's another thing that I wrote. You could tell Shawn Michaels is behind the scenes because his fingerprints are all, all over these matches. As far as, like, selling, it even bleeds into the main event. That's another thing I was going to point out as well. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of holds, a lot of uh, mat psychology. Um, I know some people hate that. People don't like to watch the wrestling portion of wrestling. They just want to be entertained. I saw some people online saying, you know, they didn't enjoy it, but I think they're crazy. I'm not the biggest Kushida fan, but I gave them a chance, and I thought they did really freaking great. Yeah, I thought this it was a great match, you know. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but I thought it was great. And it was like no shenanigans. The yeah. only shenanigan that happened was before the bell rang. Well, everybody was... Johnny Gargano and his team were walking out. Dexter Loomis showed up silently behind them and the chloroform <laughs> and kidnapped Austin Theory, which led to a funny spot of Austin Theory trying to do his pose in the middle of the entranceway. 
and couldn't find Austin, so they he sent everyone back into the back to find him. Yeah, because like I didn't even know what happened. I was like, "Wait, where's Austin Theory?" And then you told me Dexter Lumis grabbed him, and then I eventually saw that that in another spot in another match that we'll talk about. Though. You were Pretty like, hilarious. I literally, it's like I, I looked away for like two seconds. What happened? And now uh, did the old. What would that move be? That makes me think of that movie Hall Pass where he's like, "Does this smell like chloroform to you?" <laughs> and he's like, uh, "He's like, I'm kidding. Can I buy you a drink?" <laughs> Yeah, no, that it was a that was a funny spot, but I thought it was a good match. Everybody had their working boots on. There were many times where I thought Johnny was gonna tap out. Yeah, they had me on that uh, spot where uh, he eventually got his foot in the rope after that arm bar. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a good match. You know, a bit long. Pretty long match. Where do we go from here? Do you think? Who do you think is going to challenge Johnny Gargano next, and do you think they're going to take that title off of him? I think it's going to be Dexter Lewis next, but I don't see him taking the title away. But I don't know; could be wrong. I but get th- it. Seems like it's going to be Dexter next. I just get this feeling that it's probably going to be like a probably six or seven person ladder match with Gargano defending it against like who? Would it, what Bronson Reed probably? He did. They do like their ladder matches. Loomis, they might even throw Theory in there for some little storyline drama. Uh, what's his name? L.A. Knight. Uh, oh, Cameron Grimes. <clears throat> Wait, who's the last guy you said? L.A. Knight. Who's L.A. Knight? <laughs> That's the former Eli Drake of what? Impact, uh, NWA Power. I thought they should have just kept his name. He debuted today. Well, didn't debut. He signed a contract saying he's going to be a part of NXT. And they changed the name officially to LA Knight, which is not a football or a soccer team. So, like medieval times. That is a very interesting name. Why in the hell would you name somebody that? But uh, I don't I don't mind it. I think it's going to be funny. The only one who minds it is our boy PJ, who's an absolute fit over it. One of these days, I'm gonna go crash the pub and have a PJ do a on the spot pod. Just have, bring your just go there when he, one of those days when he's slow and just set up the computer. Yeah, probably like these times when it's super cold and no one really wants to go out. It's like surprise. <laughs> but um, that was an awesome match. After that, we had the men's Dusty Classic MSK defeated the grizzled young veterans uh, i had to write these down on wikipedia uh, a couple nights ago just to like separate the two because i get keep, keep i keep getting wesley and nash carter mixed up with who's who wesley is dez and then uh nash carter's uh wentz mm-hmm. but you have first-hand experience of seeing these guys perform in person and meeting them. yeah they were the freaking workhorses of impact always always uh like in matches like i would say like they had the this thing called implosion or explosion or whatever it's called where they were like dark matches they were always what sunday night heat velocity they were always in those dark matches and then they were always in a part of the regular show so i got to talk to them and they were you know great guys love the business 
and they worked so hard. So I was super happy for them to be in NXT. You just see it in the, their faces when they won, and like when they're um, they had the little confetti thing, just yeah. like um, Raquel and uh, Dakota did. They were yeah, they were they were great, man. They're a great tag team, and I'm like super stoked for them. Happy that they won. I hope they get the titles, and I hope uh, NXT keeps pushing them to the moon. Yeah, shout out to the Grizzly Young Vets too. Uh, they're a pretty good team. I think they're runners up last year as well. But I'm proud to be an American, so I just treat it tonight like it was 1776. These guys got squashed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I bleed red, be... white, and blue, Josh. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing. I just create scenarios where I make these own vendettas. This, this poor, this poor UK team over here. <laughs> um, but. Uh, MSK joins a couple of my favorite teams that were former Dusty Classic winners. Uh, Broserweights, who I loved. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet, who had an absolute banger. And I think you were there for that one, too, against uh, uh, the War Raiders. Well, they, it, it was for the title. They, they, yeah, they, they won the Dusty Classic a long time ago. But I got to see their final match in NXT before they got called up. Two years seems like so long ago. Two years, man. Last live WrestleMania. You know, last time Alistair Black and Ricochet were relevant. Yeah, absolutely. I think Alistair Black might go the way that his wife went. I know they are trying to, like, re-sign, because they re-signed Riddle. But as for Ricochet, they're just wasting his, like, prime career right now. He's just toiling away on, like, main event. This guy... He's not going to be able to do the 630 when he's, like, in his mid-40s. That time is, like, finite, and it's just, it's a shame. But, uh, shout-out MSK, super happy for them. It was at this point, after this match and how good it was, I was like, death, taxes, and NXT bring in the heat. Those are things that are guaranteed in life. That's why I always look forward to takeovers. What time is it? It's like... Only A16. These shows don't overstay their welcome. They're just short, sweet, to the point. Don't try to, like, hang on or just cram as many people. If you're worthy of being on TakeOver, you'll be be, be on TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Short and sweet like that bad bunny performance at Royal Rumble. <laughs> only I enjoyed because all my friends don't listen to any music. Yeah, I only listened to that Booker T song. I remember telling you about it at the gym. Look at it now. He's probably going to get a match at WrestleMania. He definitely is getting a match at WrestleMania. And like the worldwide global popularity, he's actually doing WWE a favor. Mm-hmm. Did you hear, Did you hear about the Cardi B rumors? Yeah, they want Cardi B as well. I know she's probably not popular with the American audience, but I think it's really fucking cool that they have these celebrities that are okay with spending their time in wrestling. I remember when we had, what, the Raw guest host gimmick. What were some of the other big celebrity ones? Uh, WrestleMania and SummerSlam are always big celebrity gimmick pay-per-views. Was that one? Jon Stewart. uh, Stephen Amell. Mike Tyson. This goes back, even Ali. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling Wrestling and celebrities always. Always intertwined. Always mixed. Always together. Um, this other note I wrote after that just cause like I just love takeovers so much they're probably like takeovers, Royal Rumbles 
WrestleMania just because that goes straight into my childhood and it's basically like the Super Bowl. Uh, Summer Slams, those are Money in the Banks are pretty fun too, but I don't know. There's something about takeovers and it's been an awesome thing to have since like what the network debuted seven years ago. So it's just an awesome addition that I look forward to. And the fact that we don't get a takeover every month makes them that much more special that they're we only get like what four or five a year yeah but after that i wrote cameron grimes appreciation segment so i want to dedicate this amount of time to how much i loved what i saw i couldn't stop laughing at that video (laughs) where he has all his money from his stocks (laughs) oh boy cameron grimes back from a a little injury kayfabe wise and now he's better than ever I think He's he, a new million dollar man. I think he has a really good chance of winning the North American title. I mean, he's going to the moon, man. They're <laughs> pushing him to the moon. He has a new mix, music video, so I hope we hear it every week. I hope that becomes his uh, actual song, other than that one he was using. And then it was at this point, <clears throat> was when I was telling you that it feels weird that we didn't have any, like, um, appearances or matches without the undisputed era yeah it eventually came to fruition at the end of the show it was weird it definitely doesn't feel like a takeover without ue so let's make this an appreciation segment then um what were some of your favorite undisputed era matches oh man they could be singles tags the war games matches the war games matches are always the ones that stick with me because it's the chance it's the only time you get to see them all in the ring really at the same time um man like when I've seen them what twice in two war games and I've seen them participate in tag team matches and single matches they are the longest what group besides New Day I haven't like had any falling out or anything until recently and uh man I feel like they should be in the same conversation as the NWO the DX Shield Shield Undisputed Era should be in the same conversation as top 5 they were tremendous the theme song slaps all the wrestlers awesome yeah you can't help but shout like boom Adam Cole, Bebe. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly. There's a match that stands out to me, and my favorite uh, tag team out of them would be uh, when, uh, I think Bobby Fish was injured at the time, but it was Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong versus Mustache Mountain. Uh, I think it was like TakeOver Chicago, but that was absolutely a fantastic match. And then Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, those matches were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite matches of all time in NXT history is, um, what's his name? Uh, Adam Cole and Ricochet for the North American title. That match was so much fun. Yeah. Um, what did I see? Oh, whenever I was at a takeover, it was like Phoenix uh, 2019. But um, two people had were nothing nowhere on the show. <clears throat> but I got to see the War Raiders when they debuted the little um, Viking-style entrance. 
and I remember telling the person I was with at the time, that's, I was like, that's a, we're going to win these championships entrance. And that's when they won. Nice. But uh, Undisputed Era was uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. They lost. But Adam Cole, everyone in the crowd kept shouting or chanting the Adam Cole baby everywhere you went. And the most over person, which is sad to bring it up right now, was Velveteen Dream. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, man. I... When he wrestled, I guess, Alistair Black in War Games, man, the whole crowd was going crazy for Velveteen Dream. Like, they were uh, chanting his name. Everything he did got an ovation. It was when Alistair Black finally said his name, the crowd popped heavy for that. So, yeah. It was great. You got to be with my dream girl, Kathy Kelly. (laughs) I miss seeing her on my TV. Also, shout out Thea Trinidad, too. Miss seeing her. Uh, good times don't last forever. <laughs> Play a Creed, my sacrifice. <laughs> but um, More Creed on the show is what we need. <laughs> Creed. Nostalgia's making a comeback. New, more Creed. Uh, I'll give you this allotted amount of time to talk about this next match the nxt women's championship i think i got more out of uh, announcing this than the actual announcer alicia taylor because mercedes martinez immediately attacked io shirai immediately but talk about this you put it in the group chat how much you were looking forward to this <laughs> i did i said i was hoping that this match stole the show you know these are three of the best uh, female wrestlers in NXT. Deserving, N- too. NXT has the strongest female division in any wrestling organization. Like, you can't top them. Um, it's like they looked at the AEW, their little women's tag title eliminator. They're like, GTFO. <laughs> like, that's, that's just cute. Yeah, good <laughs> try. Yeah. Oh, these girls don't... These girls are no uh, dark matches. These are uh, the real deal. Iro uh, Shirai, man. Just phenomenal. I can't get enough of her. Can't wait to see her. Uh, only got to see her perform once, and it wasn't during this um, uh, new gimmick. So I can't wait to hear that song live. She's the best. Banger of an entrance song. She's the best, so I can't wait to see that. I thought it was a good match. Um, Tony Storm is always incredible. Mercedes Martinez, man, 20 years later, she finally gets her title shot. This time is coming, so uh, I hope she gets, you know, what she wants out of it because it doesn't look like it'll last any longer. Smartest thing she ever did was asking to go back to NXT, not being a retribution. Yeah, I wonder, you know, what would have happened if she stayed at in retribution? how it looked differently like how much differently everything would have played out probably just a background player because the only one besides Mustafa Ali that stands out is just Dijakovic well you know hold on let's give credit what credit's due Slapjack (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say Mia Yim I think that's his name. Yeah, Slapjack. Is that the one with the white mask? Yeah. And the weird... Yeah, it's, it's like, like a hockey mask, it's, like but a... it's also like a paper plate. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's not... He's... He, he's, uh, he's the star of the show. 
he's the star of the show. Uh, Honestly, with those names, it's like what T Bar. Yeah, um, I, was, I couldn't remember what was going. What was his name for a second? They just googled like generic '90s goons names. Man, I uh, thought it was just ridiculous, but I love it so much. They are amazing on Twitter, though. They talk so much shit. They are not afraid to fucking get it with anybody. Their leader, including, there are some roasts that Mustafa Ali had. I love Mustafa Ali's roast. He's always like, this you? Yeah, you just, like, retweet it to win this flashlight from a porn star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's always dragging these guys. Oh, it's so funny. Like, don't come at the retribution. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, uh, Slapjack is the man, and uh, this match rolled. <laughs> there was a couple of spots though that we were just like oh ah the table spot speak on it <laughs> the, the table spot uh tony storm tried to um clear the table off and it broke immediately just fell apart and everybody on twitter the group chat was laughing about it saying that this is the craziest funniest spot it took such a um like a a moment where people were just gonna be like a serious moment and made it into something completely hilarious. There was no coming back from that. It, it reminded me of like a Titus O'Neil, but it's an inanimate object, not a person. So I feel like that spot. <laughs> it's so funny, just just staring at it, just touching it, and it already just, <laughs> just destroys itself. I'd fall apart if Tony touched me too. <laughs> swear it never happens <laughs> this is a compliment anything <laughs> all right main event time uh, nxt Eo, championship. by the way won the match oh she's, yeah sorry she's still the champion hashtag and still and still she uh did her moonsault onto both ladies and pin mercedes martinez yeah man sometimes some of those high-flying moves i just like I don't know. I don't like to think I do think differently because I feel like we all kind of do. It must suck to take some of those high-flying maneuvers where you have to, like, brace for it. Like, to take a moonsault where you have someone, depending, varying weight, landing right on your sternum. How much air that must take out of you. If you, like, have to, like, fart or anything. <laughs> if it just shoots out. That reminds me of uh, the conversation between Bo Dallas and Neville. Both dads kept wearing white tights, and Neville would hit his uh, sh was it's not a shooting star, it's a uh, the red arrow, red arrow, and he'll hit uh, Bo Dallas as hard as he possibly can, and <laughs> to plan, his white shorts. The plan was he wanted Bo Dallas to shit himself, <laughs> so you can notice it because he's white. He's wearing white trunks, and he made it that, a point to wear white too. And uh, Neville was like, "I want to make him shit himself." <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to hit him so hard, he's going to shit himself. Oh, man, I miss NXT Bo Dallas a lot. The Bo Leave. And Bo like, Leave. The fans fucking hated him. Uh -huh. <laughs> the champion, they turned their backs. They turned their backs. Purpose. My favorite one was there chanting boring at him. He's like, you guys are right. This is Bo's ring. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one episode where, uh, this is like after he got fired, but like um, he's wearing a mask. And he's like, I'm not Bo Dallas. And then he gets chased out by the full cell security. That was like classic 
classic NXT. Oh yeah, I love that. It was uh, both. Oh, man. But hashtag and still another champion, Finn Balor, successfully defended against the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. I thought this was a really good match. Um, again, like the point I was touching on earlier, you could tell that like Shawn Michaels' fingerprints are on this with like selling, sell, sell, sell. Uh, speaking of fingerprints, ow. Yeah. Pete Dunne was trying to break every single finger Finn Balor had. No, no, he's like, I heard you like to point your fingers, boy. <laughs> it was freaking brutal. He couldn't even do it at the end. He was like this. <laughs> yeah, that was... It's just sad to see him trying to do his pose. But, Jesus, like, some of the joints, some of the hoes, some of the locks, they were all looking really rough. Like, not uncomfortable to watch. I think after one of the bitter ends, they got me. But it was... Yeah, that, well, it's because he, I forgot what move he did, but he finally hit the bitter end and... Oh, he like, used Finn Balor's own hand to give him a low blow. Ah, there it is. Yeah. He low blow Balor and then went straight off to the bitter end. So we all thought that was the finish. Yeah, I absolutely love this. Uh, Finn Balor feels like ever since he came back to NXT, ever since he won the title, really, he's been bringing it in every single match he's had. Yeah, this has been the best thing for Balor. Best thing for a lot of wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, when freaking... Uh, when Breezango came down. Got a title run. Tyler Breeze's first title. Mm-hmm. I thought he would have been picture perfect for a scenario. Had the North American title existed when he was first in NXT, he probably would have been the first champion. I, I feel like uh, Tyler was a perfect wrestler for like an icy title run. Yep. That was my hope when he got called up. I thought he was a perfect icy title run. But didn't even get the shot. Didn't even get a chance. Yeah, but the only question I had to pose for you was uh, what's next for Finn Balor after this, and who do you see him losing the NXT title to? Well, I think they're going to have a short program with him and Adam Cole, or I don't know how him and Cole and Riley all connect, but what I see for sure, hopefully, is playing as they is that we get Karrion Cross versus Balor, and then Karen gets to be the champion once again. He gets back to title he never lost. Yep. That's what I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see Karrion Cross be the champion again. Yep. All he has to do is just uh, get through, what's his name? Uh, oh, what's his Santos Escobar. I almost called him uh, his uh, Lucha Underground name. <laughs> yeah, well... Of course, he's gonna destroy Santos Escobar. Cameron Cross doesn't want to be the cruiserweight title, but it's just funny that their paths have crossed. Yeah. Um, but after the match, uh, uh, what's it called? The um, Lorkin and Birch came out and attacked Finn Balor, which led to uh, Undisputed Era coming out. Just three members. Uh, I don't even know what where Bobby Fish is. Do you? Bobby Fish is always MIA. He's the only member in that team who is constantly missing. Yeah, but they came out and made the save. Uh, you thought, you would think, 
that Finn Balor was going to join the Undisputed Era until Adam Cole super kicked him. Uh, he ended up super kicking his own member, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, as well. And get the Kyle O'Reilly was saying how much they respect Balor. He's like, "We respect you. You're a hell of a champion." And um, when Adam Cole kicked him, he was like, "He's still holding my belt. That's my title." And Kyle O'Reilly was just like, "This is uh, fucked up. Like, how could you do this?" And Adam Cole couldn't take it anymore and super kicked Kyle O'Reilly. And then he kept telling uh, our boy Strong to get off the ring, follow him. Strong wouldn't do it. He stayed in the ring, stared at Kyle on the floor. Congrats, bro. You're Michelle Williams. I'm just kidding. <laughs> looking, looking at Beyonce leaving. <laughs> looking at Kelly rolling on the ground. Damn. <laughs> but I think that it's going to probably lead to Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole at the next takeover. Yeah. Which should be a really good match. Yep. Undisputed explode like the mega powers. I know. Just hopefully we get some more bangers. This takeover has been phenomenal. Uh, thank you for doing my podcast once again. I'm grateful for anyone that's ever done my podcast. I just love wrestling, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I know you plant your flag for NXT. Oh, yeah, big time. It's just such a great product. You know, I don't get to watch wrestling a lot. I miss some of the daily stuff. I only watch pay-per-views and takeovers. And they usually are here and there, but whenever I go back to NXT, I'm never disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to shout out your socials at all or anything? Oh, man. I think what I do is I uh, trade my socials shout outs to uh, shout out somebody else. Let's see who needs a shout out. Man, this. Uh, Shout out anybody who uh, loves Dakota Kai as much as I do. <laughs> I like follow Dakota Kai on Instagram. She's amazing. Yeah, big gamer too, so I can respect that. Big gamer. All right. Well, I could be found at Dylan Times on most platforms. Uh, I guess uh, twenty three is in the books. Next time will be twenty four. So Kobe Bryant. Kobe, Brian, Kobe.